welcome to Drive Time Devotionals with me, Bill Simpson. Hey, this is a 10-minute podcast that will help you enjoy living a godly life. I want to change gears a bit from my previous episodes. I'm going to take the next 20 or so episodes and take you on a fantastic journey through Colossians. That's the letter that the Apostle Paul wrote under the powerful inspiration of the Spirit of Christ to the small church in the ancient city of Colossae, which is now modern-day Turkey. I really encourage you to plan on taking this entire journey with me through these 20 episodes. This letter is just so rich in practical help for us today, because just like us, those people lived in a completely pagan city, void of morals and purity. Sexual perversion was rampant. People lived for selfish gain, and these believers were continually ostracized, mocked for their faith, and just had a tough go of it. And they were the minority by far. So I'm pumped about this this journey through Colossians we're about to embark on because this little letter is just jam-packed with clear guidance and advice that we all need to help us enjoy living a godly life. So let's dive in. We're going to uh, look at chapter uh, 1 today, verses 1 through 8, and listen to these holy words given to us from God through the Apostle Paul. I'm reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible Translation. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by God's will, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints in Christ at Colossae, who are faithful brothers, grace to you and peace from our God and our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints because of the hope reserved for you in heaven. You have already heard about this hope in the message of truth, the gospel, that has come to you. It is bearing fruit and growing all over the world, just as it has among you since the day you heard it and recognized God's grace in the truth. You learn this from Epaphras, our dearly loved fellow slave. He is a faithful servant of the Messiah on your behalf, and he has told us about your love in the Spirit. Hey, did you catch how Paul and Timothy heard about the faith and love of the Colossians from Epaphras? Now, Epaphras was a member of the church who traveled to Rome to visit with Paul. The Colossians' faith and love came from hearing about the hope in the message of truth, the gospel. But they didn't just hear what he was teaching. They recognized God's grace in what they heard. They understood God's message of hope in Jesus and learned about his love, and they acted. They believed and received this truth into their lives, entrusting their eternal destiny to this fantastic news. You see, that's what the word gospel means. It's good news, but it's more than just good news. It's fantastic news. So think back to how you came to believe. Who was your Epaphras? How many people did God send to help you understand this hope, to recognize God's grace, and then to accept it? How did God orchestrate the circumstances of your life so that when this message of truth came to you, you heard and you understood it? Take some time after this episode to thank God for sending the person or those people into your life and for opening the eyes of your heart so that you could understand it and receive it to be what it is, the truth. For me, it took a six-year process of listening, going to church, hearing people share their their testimonies, reading God's Word, 
before I ever really opened my heart and received Jesus for who He is. God inspired Paul to write this letter to encourage the believers, and that's the same reason I have this podcast, the same reason you and I are listening to and considering God's Word so that we can be encouraged in our faith. Now listen to what Paul wrote. For we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints. That was in verse 4. Now they weren't missionaries or pastors. They certainly weren't Christian recording artists or authors. The Colossian believers were simple people who experienced the spiritual transformation of coming to believe in Jesus, who is the Messiah. By the way, Messiah uh, is is a Hebrew word. Christ is the Greek word. Messiah is the Hebrew or the Jewish word. Both mean God's anointed one or the Savior. So whether you hear Messiah or Christ, it's the same depending on which language. But these people were ordinary people just like you. God's desire for you is the same as it was for them. He wants to help you live out your faith in love. According to Jesus, the main characteristic that sets us apart as his followers is that we love all the saints. Faith and love are inseparable. They are two sides of the same coin. You will find them paired throughout the Bible because our faith is in the one who is love. Listen, faith and love are so connected that Paul was led by the Spirit to write this statement. Listen to it. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. That's from Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. What matters the most in your life is your faith in Christ being lived out through your love for Christ and for His people. That's all the saints. Nope, saints doesn't mean you pull for the New Orleans NFL team, although I really do like Drew Brees. It's hard not to like the guy. He's so talented. Nor does saint refer to great Christians of long ago who now have a statue in honor of them or their own cathedral in Europe. You see, the word holy and saint both come from the same exact word. You are a saint through your faith in Jesus because God has set you apart, which is what holy means, to be set apart. He calls you a saint because He has made you to be His very son or daughter. He chose you and appointed you to belong to Him, and He expects you to be faithful to Him. Your Father's will for you is to learn how to be fully devoted to Him, just like His Son Jesus was. And this letter to the church in Colossae is all about inspiring you to remain faithful to your Father because of the grace He has shown you and continues to show you every day. You see, your faith is best expressed by how you selflessly love other believers, which means you put their wants and needs and interests ahead of your own. This kind of love does not look to be reciprocated, and it comes with no strings attached. This kind of love, from the Greek word agape, always costs the giver. And agape love is totally impossible to pull off on your own. Don't try it, you'll hurt yourself. You have to have God's help. Now, two things will help you in this very difficult undertaking. No, three. Definitely three. First, like the Colossians, you got to focus your heart on the hope reserved for you in heaven. That's right. You set your mind on the things above. And every follower of Jesus has experienced the same grace from God, and we will all live together in a sinless new world, in the visible presence of God, in absolute love and peace. Think about that for a moment. No loneliness or depression, no jealousy or envy, no burdens or sadness. 
No broken relationships. No cheating. No gossiping. Uh, maybe no GMO. Not having to worry about fat grams. Only Jesus kind of love. Agape love. That's what is coming for us as his people. Think about the reality of it. Picture it in your mind. Let the most beautiful place you have ever seen or your most cherished relationship remind you of the amazing world that will be your forever home. This world we live in is drenched in sin. Now imagine a sinless world. Okay, the second key to expressing your faith through love is to reflect on this. The love you have been given is from God. He is in you through the Holy Spirit. You can only love like Jesus loved through the power of His indwelling Spirit within you. Because every believer has a Spirit in them, we also have the same potential to love like He does. Therefore, you never face another believer one-on-one. That's just not how relationships work in the kingdom of Jesus. If you and another believer, like your spouse, for example, aren't getting along well, realize the Spirit is in you both. Your arguing means you are not living like the one who lives in both of you. Remember that he loves the other person just as much as he loves you. So stop taking yourself so darn seriously. Agape love by learning to listen so that you truly hear the other person's heart. I love the acronym WAIT, W-A-I-T. Why am I talking? All right, third and final key to loving other believers selflessly is to rely on God when your emotions get the best of you. When you feel jealousy, rejection, or anger towards another follower of Jesus, and it happens all the time, acknowledge your sin and ask the Father to strengthen you. By His power, you can reject focusing on what is wrong with the other person and look at your own heart. So stop replaying the DVD and definitely don't tweet or post about how you feel. (laughs) Instead, ask God to help you focus on what is lacking in you. Ask Him to strengthen your faith to work itself out in Christ's agape love. The Spirit of Jesus is your helper who is in you 24-7, so rely on Him. All right, in wrapping up, in addition to reflecting back on how God brought you to believe in Jesus, consider these three habits. Number one, keep reminding yourself that the Father made you able to see and believe what you never deserve to know. Number two, thank God throughout the day for making you one of His saints. Every time you encounter a non-believer, Thank God that He has given you faith to believe. And three, look for how God's grace is working through you to love others during the course of each day and through others to love you. Ask your Father to increase your love in the Spirit in everything that you do. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join me next time as we continue on in our journey in Colossians. Colossians.